Welcome back. This is Cash Parish. We are in the building today. We are proudly presenting an episode of the Jazz and Cash Show. I am Cash Parish. This is Jazz People. And we are broadcasting live from the Co-Create Content Creation Studio. If you have content creation needs, as a content creator, infopreneur, whatever you do, come do it with us. All right, we are in the building. So what's going on with you today, babe? A lot to unpack in 2020. Yes, oh, ma'am. man. Oh, man. Alessa, I, I think we need to jump right in and talk about artists and the, the artist mindset mm-hmm. versus the entrepreneur mindset. And okay. could do you think that an artist can ever translate or be an entrepreneur successfully? Well, <laughs> that that's that's crazy uh, because. Well, let me say this. Let me say this. I'm going to answer it a few different ways. So we can never know everybody's situation and how everybody is. You know, mm-hmm. this is just a based off of our experience or my experience of working course. with people. Right, right, right. Now, when it comes down to the art form that they love. So let's say, for instance, if it's a rapper wanting to turn to a seal. If it's a tattoo artist that want to be a seal of his tattoo company, rapper of his record label. Those are where the complexity come in at. The rapper probably do a better chance of becoming a CEO of a bed and breakfast, a CEO of a tech company than he does of a record label. Because I find that in most of my experiences, when you go back through history and look at all of the CEOs um, that was a label owner, no artist has ever been bigger than the label owner. Mm. And that's kind of where this topic came about because uh-huh. I see a lot of um, people signing, like artists signing to other artists. And, you know, for example, you might see um, somebody signing to Rick Ross, who mm-hmm. is him himself an artist. Or, you know, we we, we all remember when Suge got on stage and was like, if you want somebody that's not dancing in the videos and come to come to that rope. Come to that rope. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, is it uh one of those things can you feel do you think that an artist can truly like, okay, you you see all the time these artists saying, oh, yeah, I just started da-da-da rapper, I mean, record label, you know, and mm-hmm. and that sounds great, but it's like they still themselves are trying to rap or sing or, you know, uh, do something in, in their artistry to the point it's like you, you hear a lot of people that sign to them kind of feeling like, well, you're not giving me the proper attention because your focus on is on building you up right and it's like um that's that's where i I see a lot of frustration come in so it almost uh seems to me that once you decide to um to to um translate or Uh you know um um cross over Mm -hmm. from that artist to an entrepreneur or a business man or a business woman, right. then you 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 must then um, not uh, kind of get rid of your artist's ways of thinking, mm-hmm. um, because definitely experience is 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 great. 
to have that knowledge of where uh, you, and you'll be able to empathize from where that artist is coming from mm-hmm. but it almost seems like if you're still with uh, a, a, a a record label owner that uh, turn from from turning from being an artist um and you still have a m- artist mindset um it doesn't seem like you'll have too too much success with that what what do you feel about that well i think that when i look at an artist and i think about the artist and how he thinks about his business the artist usually thinks that the art is the business mm. And that's the problem I've always found trying to convince the artist that the art is not the business. Mm-hmm. The business, <clears throat> how can I say? The business is everything but the art. So let's say, for instance, if we have a chef, he goes to culinary school, he learns how to cook from his grandmother, who got their old school black skillet in the kitchen, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Gets down. They outside, they on a the goddamn wood stone blocks outside, roasting, mm-hmm. you know, cooking. I mean, they could cook in and out, you know, they they know how to cook old school, 100 years ago recipes, mixed with today's technology. So he learns all of this, you know, from his upbringing and everything. So now he believes he's seasoned. And he is the business. It's what he believes. I'm the best chef. I should have the business. The problem comes in where that person disregards all of the operational systems that mm-hmm. it takes to function. He re- disregards not not the brand as in brand identity, not the brand as in logo colors and T-shirts and font styles and website and things like that. He gets all that, but he doesn't understand brand reputation brand um um characteristics mm-hmm. those things is it, it evades him because only thing he could think about is whether people say i'm good or bad but he doesn't think about if somebody said well you know what the food is good but it just takes entirely too long to get it you know mm-hmm. the the food is good but the waitresses over there the are customer horrible. service is horrible. right yeah the customer service the look and the appearance they, they food is good but the people who work there they look dirty you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really want to eat from them. Right, right, you right. know, everything is good, but the location he in is not safe. It's, you know, ooh, they got thugs and criminals and, I don't know, low lives. He don't consider all of that the business. Right. All of that is the business. The business is primarily the things that he can't see, touch, taste, or hold. You know right. what I'm saying? And those are the things that I feel gets neglected because of the art. The art. The artist is more focused on the art. He wants to cook the next big, big, um, tasty meal. He want to invent the next po' boy or the next mm-hmm. beignet or the next, you know, crawfish nacho. Or you know, he wants that signature dish that goes down for decades to come. I want to invent something that, man, these people are gonna be eating this all around the world. Gumbo. Yeah. Like, who invented that? That's, now, do you think you know? is is as a result of um, the artist not? being in tuned with the business aspect they're just seeing the glitz and the glamour of owning the it's business it's hard to tell the person who has all right i put it like this when you have we both been married right mm-hmm it looks easy to be married until you get married. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It looks like because everything that you could see, yeah. I can do that. Oh, yeah. I could go to the movies with her. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could go on a dinner date. Mm-hmm. Sex, no problem. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that. That's <laughs> in the bag, right? Oh, wait a minute. Busting down some money, going on vacation. Whoa, that we yeah, could do that. You that. know, the Disney World, the, the, the Six Flags. We could go to Italy. We could go to Jamaica. I could do all of that. 
picking them up from work, done. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you can come up with everything that you can see, but you can't see the emotions. You can't see the feelings that you're going to have behind the scenes when this dude literally, like, made you totally upset, and now you your whole vibe done switched, and now you moving different in the house, and things ain't the same. You know what I'm saying? You can feel it, or oh, you yeah. feel like you're less loved in the relationship, even though the individual is going to work providing a roof over your head and hitting you with the meat pistol. you like, <laughs> I like all that, but I still don't feel like yeah. he loved me. I don't feel connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how you fix all of these things? Well, those are the intangible. You can't see that. You can't You can't hold that, right? right. So while I'm, I'm using that as, as the example to say most people still looking at what they can see. I can see you with a restaurant. I can see your food is trash. I could cook better than you. Yeah. I could do, and I'm using cooking. You use hip hop. I could rap better than you. I can make beats better than you. You know what I'm saying? So I should be where you at because I could do what you could do. You could go in the studio. I could go. You can make a fire beat. I can make a better beat. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? My art is better than your art. They don't think about the quality of the manager that they choose. Right. The, the the business contractual deal that they set up for themselves. Right. How they're going to get paid long term and how they're going to uh, market themselves. Who is their market? Most people think their music is good enough for everybody. They don't really consider themselves, I make music for the thugs in the six wall only. Like, I make six wall music. Right. They're like, oh, man, that's too small, man. Everybody can relate to my note. Everybody gonna relate to six world music or they won't relate. Right. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna do that. Right. I'm gonna make New Orleans music. I'm gonna make Louisiana music. Like, no, my nigga. If you mm. keep on changing your market, you're gonna wind up speaking to everybody and wind up speaking to nobody. nobody. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when you start to do that, guess and somebody said, How you know? Because I was that artist. They told me I had to make in 1996-97, man, you gotta make a song for the streets. Well, the streets, you either got to give them some kind of no-limit cash money sound or you got to give them a bounce jerk. I don't do none of them. Mm-hmm. That's none of the styles I do. You right, know what I'm right, saying? Right. Like, I'm not Juve and the Hot Boys. I'm not Master P in the Tank. And I'm sure not bouncing, twerking for it. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't understand they in this market. That's where their business was set up at. They was able to sell CDs and records from Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Georgia. And that was the three sounds that was running the South. So, yeah. Yeah, if- so as I'm saying, uh, sorry for the technical difficulty. If you missed some of that, uh, the screen went idle. But anyway, um, so if we go back in time and start to look at where we are at with technology mm-hmm. and what we have further as far as um, um, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Tidal, all of those places, YouTube, everybody's making a cut off of you some form or fashion. You know, so if you want to progress into business and say, I'm going to eliminate the middleman by going straight to the Internet, that's a thought and a theory. But what you're actually doing to get rid of the middleman is picking up the work that the middleman used to do. Yep. So if you decide, let's let's use the streets for example, you getting your your plug is in the U.S. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's your plug. So you go to Texas, you do what you do in Texas, you bring it back to Louisiana. Right. You plugged in, but the plug. He was connected to the man that got through customs, that got through the, you know what I'm saying? So now if you want to go straight to Guatemala, now you got to get all of that distribution hooked up. You know what I'm saying? How are you going to bring your stuff from Guatemala back to Louisiana? Boat, plane, airfare, customs, this cop, that cop, who you going to pay, how you, you know what I'm saying? It's on you now. So you thinking you're getting rid of the middleman, but you're paying what the middleman used to pay. 
That's why the middleman charged you what he was charging. That's why the middleman was like, oh, man, I'm going to get rid of these labels. These labels want to tell you what to do, what to say, and they want their hand in your pocket. They're robbing us. Then you become the middleman, and then you do the same thing to your artist, but poorly because you're still an artist. Yep. Yeah, you know I'm saying so. Yep. Now you're poorly doing it yep. because you never realized the things that you couldn't see until you got behind a veil. And now you're starting to see how it truly operates. And now you realize it can't operate without this. Now you realize I'm about mm-hmm. to burn through all my money. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost broke. I, I don't. How many artists do we know that has left a major record label, started an independent label and is more successful? It's not many. It is some, but it ain't many. It, it ain't many. Yeah, it no, ain't many. Absolutely right. Right. There's more failure stories than success stories. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that's where I'm at with it because I think people need to get um, behind the veil mm-hmm. of whatever business they're in that they feel like they could do better mm-hmm. and find out what what are the things that the intangibles that I don't see mm-hmm. that I need to you know make sure that i'm i'm prepared for you know when Uh i do venture out on my own if that's the that's the you know the route you want to take right you know but a lot of people they're looking at the the things that they see and that's what they're going off oh i can do that better because they're not seeing the 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 disgruntled customers they're not seeing um Got to make payroll, got to keep products, right. um, you know, materials um, on hand. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they may have somebody that want a refund. I got to account for that. You know, all kind of different things right. that come into play when it comes down to it. But why are you in a business? You using other people, Mike. You mm-hmm. in a, you using other people's studio. Now you got to go buy mics. Right. Now you got to go and, and and build a studio or find a studio. That's right. Then you got to, you know, you got to mix and and produce all your you know your your um your your music and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you know to the point it be it it will become less fun to you that's because right. you're going to feel like oh now this feels like work. Well that's absolutely what it is. Right. You know? So you know I just is it's just um something that people should consider when when they're transitioning from that artist to that you know that entrepreneur I I don't personally think that you could do both. I mean mm-hmm. I think that you can still have artistic you know ways of viewpoints but at some point you have to you know have to give up uh, right you well, know let's look at let's look at because we talking artists and most people can relate to jay-z or puff daddy you see that those two men they don't release a record once a year you know it may be three four five years before you get one from them mm-hmm. um and that's to me as a representation of they're running their business right you know and the artistry keeps them popular to sell you the vodkas to sell you the uh uh apparel that they have it keeps them in the know and mm-hmm. so they do a few features they stay working their celebrity status so that way they can continue to run the business on the other brands that they have right but they are not constantly focusing on an art form because they have made their level of art that has given them stability and credibility and now they're moving these products now they're into digital companies now they're into beverage companies and i'm thinking 
um, the way that I see it, like you said, I think that if you want to be an artist and you want to be a CEO, that's going to have a conflict unless you put one down and focus on the other one. Like you have to make a batch of artwork that's going to last you for a few years to build off of, meaning if I was doing tattoos, I probably need to just draw tattoo designs, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, and try to sell those tattoo designs for three years and make my hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars. And then maybe for one year, I go on a little tour and start sticking, you know what I'm saying, get mm-hmm. my art out there. You know, if I'm painting, I'm going to make about 40 paintings, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to market these paintings because the value of them is so high. If I'm slinging one, two a year, you know, three, four a year, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm actually cleaning up pretty right. nice, you know so, what I'm saying? So, yeah, make enough material right. so that you you can then focus on a business of selling whatever you produce. Right, right, but right. But you don't have to stop and, and get get Tat, paint and paint, and brushes right. and all that and I got then I got to come up with a concept of what I'm going to draw and all right. that other stuff and then you know so it's all about doing you know time management right and and knowing that you can't do it all right. you know and and really understanding that you know at, you know you got to just think think smarter not you know think smarter right. about the things that you're doing you know that's just like over here with the uh, content. This is an art form. Mm-hmm. Podcasting is an art form. Uh, going live is an art form. All of these are art forms. So at the end of the day, I don't have the luxury to create YouTubes every day mm-hmm. because I'm not only running this business, but content creation is a business in itself. Mm-hmm. Um, what most people don't understand about content creation is you have to have what we call pre-production. Mm-hmm. That's where you're going to get your ideas, your research, if you want to talk about something intelligently without spewing off incorrect statements and uh, bogus stuff. Uh, You want some factual things. So you have to do your research. You know, you have to make sure you know what you're talking about before you go live and go public, right? Um, You have to have the experience and things like that so you can talk, right? So that's pre-production. We're going to figure out what day we're going to shoot, what we're going to shoot, how long it's going to be that we're going to shoot. We're going to get all the pre-production information together. Then we're going to go into, and that pre-production still, again, encompasses research. That's keyword research. That's uh, um, details and descriptions and hashtag research. All of that gets done before we start recording. Right. Then we start recording. Right. After we start recording. So that's production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we recording. We video and while we're recording. So now we got a video to edit and we have a podcast to edit, mm-hmm. right? Audio. So now yeah. we got post-production that's what's coming after we do all of the content creation or all the production now we have post-production after we get it out of post-production the next step is content marketing we have to market the marketing (laughs) you know what i'm saying so we just created a podcast but now who's gonna hear it that's a whole nother process of getting it we have to upload it to all the different distribution platforms Mm -hmm. then we have to distribute promotion of that piece of content so now we're going to have to go back into production and chop down a 30 second a 15 second sound bite of the podcast of the video so we can put the follow this channel so we can say listen subscribe share you know whatever go to check out the latest podcast now we got to take them sound bites and promote that out of to point back to the content so that's all in marketing so all of these are steps for one piece of content 
Wow. So that's what I'm saying. Your time is very, 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 very valuable in these. And to people be like don't like please re listen to that and hear that and, and and translate that to whatever you're trying to do. Right. Because I could say that every artistry has those type of processes. And it, it may not be exactly the same, but they have right. pre Right. You know, during, mm-hmm. post, mm-hmm. and then, you know, th- thereafter. You know what I'm saying? So when you're thinking about, like, okay, I can do this all by myself. Right. Like, th- I hope the listening. To, yeah, the li- yeah. <laughs> I hope listening to that will make you kind of reconsider your approach and, right. and, and come down to co-create studios. That's right. You right. know, where you can you, you can get amongst, you, you get can amongst right. people of like-minded people that we, you know, trying to, you know, just you need right. to know this. You need to know that the, you know, it's it takes a village. Singular will get you single mm-hmm. single so you have to think village you have to think partnerships you you have to think co just that word that you know that prefix co right right, right. you know with mm-hmm. you know so right man that's you said um, you, you said a whole lot well it's been good um i hope y'all have enjoyed that uh, my closing remarks is if you are a artist that wants to uh, become a entrepreneur or a CEO. Nothing is wrong with that, but do understand that the trials and tribulations that you are facing, um, they do get thick, they do get deep, and you should be prepared for that. Uh, don't go in blindsided. Go in with the facts. The facts is you got a lot of work to do, um, and it is best to get a team. And if you want to really be a successful entrepreneur, put the art in the back and pick the business side up and put that in the front 10 percent talent 90 percent business my name is cash parish this is jazz people this is the jazz and cash show we're broadcasting live from the co-create content creation studio y'all take the time to follow this channel and share this content out until we broadcast again y'all stay cool be blessed peace peace thank you for coming back and listening to our podcast show if you have not already subscribed to this channel please subscribe to this channel by clicking our rss feed last but not least if you are already a fan and a follower of this channel please share this message out sharing is caring and we hope to see you again next time peace co-create content creator studio record a podcast video interviews and live streams all studio time and equipment all inclusive one price visit co-create nola.com